We're going to get back into the foreign interference story. It's been a while since we talked about it. Uh, it's not going away, and uh, I don't think anybody's too pleased with where we are at this point. Well, maybe I shouldn't say not anybody. There might be a handful of people out there that are happy with it, but um, I think most Canadians, certainly the opposition parties, very upset. I don't know if you saw Jagmeet Singh yesterday. He's now joined um, Pierre Polyev again. I mean, you've got Pierre Polyev and Jagmeet Singh teaming up and in agreement. Uh, come on. That should be a pretty clear indication. But Singh yesterday saying he doesn't think that uh, David Johnson can stay on in the role that he's in. We need somebody um, that uh, can be viewed as impartial. And he makes that distinction. I think it's a good distinction to make, um, saying, you know what? David Johnson may have integrity and he may be unbiased and all the rest of that stuff. But we don't know. And, and, and the impression that so many Canadians have at this point is that he doesn't. Um, that this inquiry will be viewed as a farce from top to bottom. Anyway, let's get somebody else in there. So the criticism continues. But our next guest says, you know what? This is all working exactly the way it's designed to. This is this is what it's meant to do from a particular viewpoint. We're going to speak with Patricia Adams, who is an economist and executive director of the China Watchdog Probe International. She wrote a piece for the Globe and Mail um, along with Bruce Party about this specific topic, and uh, she joins us now. Patricia, thank you for your time. I appreciate you being here. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Like I say, in this piece that you wrote for for the Globe and Mail, you kind of make the point that we've all got it wrong. All of us saying, hey, this isn't working. This isn't doing what it's supposed to. You're saying, yeah, it is. If you've designed it to work this way, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do, right, from the viewpoint of the government. Exactly. So Trudeau, when he came into power in 2015, quickly set about setting up institutions that we're supposed to protect our national elections, um, protect us from foreign interference and so on. But these institutions essentially are, are um, part of the executive. They are controlled by Trudeau. The members are appointed by him. He pretty much controls what information they get. He controls what information they can publish. Um, and in a way, what he really has is a lock on intelligence information. And he's able to keep it from Parliament and also from the public. So, um, so we have a situation where there's clear, there was clearly election interference in 2019, 2021. Nobody knew. Not even the uh, opposition members knew it was going on. Uh, individual members of the House of Commons were being targeted by the Chinese Communist Party. They didn't know. Um, but the, the liberal administration knew. Nobody else knew. Um, and so it worked. It worked uh, as I believe it was designed to work. And there's another key point to it. Um, all these things happen and he's in control. But at the same time, he can then stand up and say, look at all these things I did. Right. I mean, that's the other thing is there's a long list they can rattle off to say, hey, I recognize there's a problem. This is what I've been doing to work on it. That's exactly what he has been doing. Not only um, has Prime Minister Trudeau, but uh, uh, members of parliament sure. on the various in the committees House. will in, in the house they will grill um uh, conservatives who are witnesses and say you know how many institutions did uh, prime minister harper set up you know name name eight how about four how about two you know they really taunt um a lot of the witnesses but the point is uh, as many of the conservatives for example have said these these committees were useless they didn't do anything. They didn't work. Um, at least they didn't work for their stated their stated purpose. There's another element to consider here as well, is that it means that this intelligence information, which is being collected by CSIS, um, by CSE, which is they are the, basically the cyber police, uh, the, the cyber um, uh, spy agency, this information goes to Trudeau. 
It goes to the to the executive. It goes to his deputy ministers. It goes to his ministers. Mm-hmm. It goes to the the clerk of the Privy Council, and so on, and to his national uh, security and intelligence advisor. So this this is important information for um, for the next election. So and he's the only one who has it. Uh, a lot of it is being blocked um, uh, by many requests by um, opposition members in the committees. They're trying to get it, and they get blocked by the Liberal and the NDP coalition. Now, and then we've got the special repertoire, and like you say, it's the same. It's it's just more of the same. It's 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 doing the exact same thing we've always done. Exactly. He is just the latest, and and in, in a way, what he's done is he set up the same sort of trap. Yeah. That this other large committee called NSICOP, which which is a you know got a title that nobody can remember, um, it, it basically says you you can see the information that I have, but you have to be sworn in to keep it secret for life. So that that in effect handcuffs whoever is brought into that process. The, what really needs to happen is Parliament needs to get this information, and it is done in democracies around the world, where uh, parliamentary bodies which do have security clearance are allowed to see the information, but they still have parliamentary privilege. They are still able uh, to question, to challenge, to subpoena documents, to subpoena witnesses, to to get at the truth. Uh, And that is effectively what we don't have right now. And that's a key point, because that was sort of the defense that David Johnson offered up in terms of we can't have a public inquiry because we've got classified information that can't be made public. We So, I mean, but and I said at the time, there's got to be a way. And you're saying, yeah, there is a way and other countries are doing it, it's not that hard to figure out how to do it. There absolutely is a way. You know, the U.S. Congress has committees that, that have access to t- top security documents. Um, the Brits do as well. Um, it's quite common. Even in Canada, there are a number of people who have led public inquiries that dealt with highly secretive information who said it can be done. It's nonsense. It's, it, the argument makes no sense at all. And we're not an extraordinary case in terms of being targeted for foreign interference, right? I mean, other countries have seen this, have recognized it, and they've dealt with it. Yes, but we're not dealing with it. And and right. the yeah. longer we don't deal with it, the, the, it grows, and it is definitely growing. I mean, it's it's now happening at all levels, at the federal, provincial, and municipal levels. So uh, as long as we don't deal with it, we don't send a signal to the Chinese Communist Party, we're going to find you, and we're going to stop you, and we're going to expose you, they will only increase the pressure. So what's what what is the solution here? I mean, do we just carbon copy what we're seeing in some other jurisdictions? I mean, what would be the best way to go about showing not showing? We are showing. We actually need to do it. How do we go about tackling this for real? Well, I think one way to do it is to turn this this uh, committee that that Trudeau brags about this Enscop committee, which is sworn to secrecy, um, and it, it is really a committee that advises him. He calls it an all par- uh, all party parliamentary committee, but it really isn't. It's an advisory body to him. Um, turn that into a parliamentary committee. Give it give it parliamentary powers, parliamentary protection. You know the, the um, uh, privilege that parliamentarians would get, so that they can get access to the documents. I think with a lot of the other institutions and the initiatives that he has set up, I would argue to shut them down. I think they're just diversion uh, tactics. They're ways of of diverting information from the security services into um, a a political black hole that's controlled by the PMO and the PCO. Um, I I don't see that they're doing, uh, they have any uh, useful function. Some of the committees that he set up through statute maybe could be reformed to answer to Parliament uh, rather than to the executive, uh, and that might help as well. Plus, you know, the the Chinese Communist Party, in their uh, 
consulates and in their uh, in their embassies, they have I think 170 plus diplomats, uh, more or equivalent to what the U.S. has, and the uh, at least I think the estimates are 70 percent of them are are spies. So I think it's time to start sending them home. Um, what does this? What we're doing, you know, this inaction or this, you know, performative theater that we conduct in our country. What, do, as somebody who watches this kind of thing, specifically around China, what does it say to them? What, what does it, does it embolden them? Do they laugh? I mean, what, what's the reaction within China when they're taking a look at what their efforts are, are leading to here? Well, do you remember when President Xi confronted Prime Minister Trudeau in Bali, yes. this yep. is, I think, last uh, October, November, and he, he essentially said, you're naive. And I, I don't, I'm not sure I would use the word naive. Um, but I, I think, uh, they, they think we're fools. They think we're an easy mark. They think, um, that at least the people in power care so much about having good relations that they're prepared to turn a blind eye to interference in our, in our democracy, in our freedom of speech, in our powers of parliament. And they will just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. They want power. They, they have a goal which is to dominate the world. They need resources for that. They need governments that are compliant with them, that go along with them, that give them a pass at international institutions like the UN and Interpol. Uh, and they need access to our resources. They need, they need and want access to the Arctic. There are many things about Canada that are attractive to them and they will keep pushing uh, until we push back. Um, interesting stuff, kind of depressing though, Patricia, but I appreciate you being here nonetheless. Thank you.